Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I'm currently yelling in the ear of my all-the-time husband, sometimes all-the-time co-host on Awesome Recent Today. Recent birthday celebrant. Recent birthday boy, newly 47. How dare you? Not I looking would at never state your age on my I I say my age everywhere. I'm 45 and Meg's proud of 52, it. And she's full of shit. <laughs> Okay, good. Coming out with the E rating right out the top, right out the gate. How's that explicit? I don't know. I what even like is explicit these days? That's a word that gets used in kindergarten nowadays. Probably. Nico has said it more than once. He used to say things for fire truck that would actually be explicitly rated. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Speaking of that child of ours, he's supposed to be napping not far from us. Yeah, he heard his name. He did. Popped up like a jack in the box. Yep. Hey, it's Monday. It is Monday. It's your favorite day of the week, you I weirdo. I love a Monday. Who wouldn't love a Monday? Well, this guy. Okay. You like Mondays a little bit. No. Rank your favorite days of the week in order of how much you enjoy them. What's at the top? Historically, I would have said Friday. Okay. Now, because as I get older, I get lazier I would pick Thursday because Thursday oh. is my Friday and I don't do shit on Friday. <laughs> That's, I mean, you like to claim that, but listen. If I were an auto manufacturer and you bought something I made on a Friday, your car's falling apart. <laughs> That's as okay. honest as I know how to be. See, Thursday's pretty far down on my list because Thursday is a very intensive work day for me. I do love my work for sure, but it's like my to-do list really stacks up on Thursday. So it's not at the top of my list. What's middle of the pack for you? Days middle of the, week? of the pack? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What's just like a meh? I don't go through that level of intricate ranking. It's okay. like Thursdays when things get hot for me. I'm Thursday's excited peak. because I know I'm going to do a lot of good work on Thursday. Yeah. Especially in comparison to anything I do on Friday. Okay. What's at the bottom of the list? What day do you actually, are you like, oh, I don't like you? I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I have one. Me neither. Are well, we the same? No, not okay. even remotely. And okay. I feel like you're so overly optimistic. I now feel like I should hate. Monday just to spite Sunday me. Sunday through Wednesday. <laughs> 
Well, you know, Monday sits at the top of my list yeah. for many reasons, including the fact that we share our lives and what's awesome today with our Awesome Today fam. Well, we post it then. Yeah, okay. We, we actually share it on Sunday. That's true. Big spoiler, we record Monday's yeah. episode on Sunday. It's true. Um, Space the, time continuum. Our Awesome Today fam listens, enjoys our conversation. Yeah, your chair's my, making... My chair's squeaking on the chair table. Chair noises. It's rubbing up against it all. Yeah. Sexy like. Sorry about that. The audio is probably terrible for the first uh, three, three minutes of this. you touched a loved one that made that squeaky noise? Mm. Would you touch them as much? I can't help myself. Okay. I well, will always do it. I Even if it makes squeaky feel sorry noises. sorry for whoever that guy is. <laughs> or girl. I won't judge. All right, you guys. Uh, Kyle did just have his birthday. We've got a lot of birthday talk, but we're going to save yeah, it. We lived a lot of life on the on the whole week of the birth. Yes. We're, we're going to save that. So okay. if you like to talk to Leos about how they celebrate their birthday. Nope. You have that faraway look in your la- eyes like you want to just deny everything. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> We'll get to your birthday talk here in a minute. Let's talk about some watches, some reads, some listens, watch and some lifestyles. Watch. What have you watched this week? All right. Um, I've watched, continuing on in my, I, I'm really into the YouTube video essay right now. I've watched a number of those. Like you listed a, a genre, a style, yes. not the name. The name of it is not essay. It's not about a Latino man <laughs> no, or video. a gang member no. or anything like that. Video. Essay. The video essay. Yeah. Which is still not a video of a Latino man. No, but it is somebody who has thoughtfully put together an essay style criticism, critique, or commentary on a usually a cultural thing. That's what I'm into. Okay. I'll put links in the show notes. Give me an example. Well, okay. Um, as I shared last week, I found... I neither listened nor retained. What did you share last week? <laughs> Shared my new favorite video essayist, Kaz Rowe, who looks at, she does a lot of commentary. I think the ones I've enjoyed the most are sort of like Hollywood slash media from the past, uh, from the like 20th century. Marilyn Monroe. She has one on Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Um, so I've been watching some of those. Sometimes I, um, Sometimes I go further out from those, but listen, one that I make you, I forcibly force you, (laughs) I both forcibly force you to listen to, and I mentioned this last week, yes, I mentioned him last week, I'm still enjoying him so much as Max Miller with his Tasting History channel. You've played that so I mean, not to let people into our bedroom, but at the same time, not to kick them out. You're kind enough to massage my shoulders, my back, things like that. Not <laughs> my neck and my back. Not my private parts. There's no happy endings in our bedroom, ever. Not that I haven't asked. But you, you massage my sore, stiff muscles. Yes. Muscles. <laughs> and you like to have something... To distract you from the laborious task that I, that that is, and so you've played this Max Miller fellow. Yes, this is my ADHD mind. If I have to do something that is that you hate, no, 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 it's fair. Just no, say it. You no, hate but it. that it's somewhat mindless. Like it's I repulsive. don't, I don't have to it's concentrate. It's your 1950s wifely duty. No, no. <laughs> 
I do this because genuinely I love you. And also it's very sad to me. If I do not massage you. I hate touching him, but I like him. If I don't give you a massage in the evening, you get the there again and you start pathetically trying it's to massage yourself it's and it makes me so it looks like sad. A challenged person hurting themselves. It makes me so sad that I'm like, move, okay, I'll do it. Anyway, don't think I haven't known that and planned accordingly. The way that my mind works is if I'm doing something that like sucks, no, just listen to me. No, I said ass. (sighs) Damn it. You have to edit that. You won't go ahead. Ass is not as bad as how you started with the episode with shit. How are you? Are you serious? One comes from the other. That doesn't, I mean, there's like a ranking of profanity. So if I said shit ass, you'd edit that out. (laughs) I'm not editing anything at this point. Well, I said it, just for the record. If I do something... Happy shit-ass birthday. ...that I don't have to, like, fully concentrate on, I like to have something to listen to in the background. Yeah. So it helps me, like, stay focused. It's the way my brain works, okay? And so I will turn it on Max Miller Tasting History because you don't care. I like to turn it on something to listen to. Now, we went through the whole, like, nine nine seasons of Seinfeld doing this yeah we did i didn't get quite to the end yeah no (laughs) we didn't get quite to the end and i started forcing you to listen to youtube videos so i will say i like max miller better than the fragrance yeah youtube videos that you've been playing not that they were bad they just aren't as good they just yeah this dude knows how to geek out yes on some things historically and to the point where you're like Sweet Jesus, man. Just get back to the food you're talking about oh, no, instead of I the backstory. It. I love that. But you fatigue at a point. But his whole thing is the backstory. Well, his whole thing is to fatigue you on the backstory so that you're like, what's the recipe already? No, he It's gets- like when you look up a recipe online and there's like, so I took a vacay no. to the... No. Islands of the Netherworld. No, listen. You, this, you don't know this because you don't fully pay attention to these. Okay, That's listen. That's true. Listen to me. I'm going to, but Max, it's also untrue. Max, at the very top of the essay or his recipe, whatever you want to call it, the video, he always gives the recipe first. He he has a formula. He tells you the recipe, he prepares it, and then while the, the thing that he's cooking either chills or bakes or whatever, then he does his time for history segment where he now gives you the deep dive. Hurt yourself. We've, I've watched a lot of those, and I'm liking him more and more. And this is totally unsponsored, but I'm just going to say it for the people. He's coming out with a cookbook. In the Max screen, Miller's cookbook. And I'm excited for it. Are you thinking of leaving me? No. Not about that. Just other, no. other reasons. Neither general. of those are true. Other reasons. Got it. No. Um, but I will probably buy his cookbook just for fun. And leave me and go snuggle up in a hotel room with the cookbook. And massage That actually it. sounds really yes. quite inviting. I knew it. Wow. Um, okay, we were going to be talking about things we were watching. Yeah, we've so, been watching that. Yes. You've watched. I've listened to it. I also, last night when I came to bed, you were fast asleep. and How dare you? You were fast asleep. Not when you came to bed. Yes. No, I remember the moment you arrived. Really? Yes. And what did I turn it on? It doesn't matter. The fact is you... You make as much noise as a little kid opening a Werther's candy in a church service. Look. It's ridiculous. Look. For uh, how, it, some, sh, do that. Get it out. Get it out. Ha ha. 
For years. Seven and a half. <laughs> for years. For years you've eaten Werther's. But <laughs> you've, church. you've always opened them in church instead of in our bedroom when I'm trying to sleep. For years, I myself have gone to sleep before you. It's true. And I will... I will come to you. I will come to you because you've gone to the kitchen. You fixed yourself second dinner and you're or eating it in our bed. Dinner, yeah. And it's like you're throwing Dorito crumbs and, on yes, your side. Of the and you're, bed. you've got volume turned up to like 20. Have to. The babies are crying you're snoring, on the TV. The kids are snoring. Everyone's making noise. Yeah. And then a baby cries on TV and the whole. I shoot out of bed. Everything's broken at that point. Yes. You you eject yeah. from the bed like a fighter pilot over Russian airspace. It's brutal. I make no apology for the fact that when I come to bed, I open my skincare jars and put skincare products on my face. That doesn't explain as quietly the cellophane as wrappers. <laughs> there's, no, there's no cellophane involved there's at all. That's foil cellophane life. something that you're over there just like... <laughs> Non-stop. You like you don't stop until I've bolted out of the bed as yes. though a baby were crying, <laughs> and that takes a lot because I don't give a shit about a baby crying when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> anyway, I came to bed last night while you were sleeping, and I was like, you know, Netflix has been suggesting this new Netflix original movie with Jamie Foxx in it. It's yeah. called was, Day Shift. I was awake for this changeover. Yeah. It's called Day Shift in the, like, the sort of setup for the movies that Jamie Foxx um, has a job that's... <laughs> Jamie Foxx is pretending to be an actor. <laughs> I love Jamie Foxx. He's I, been in some iconic roles. Yes. I'm torn. I'm torn. Because he has. Best role. Name it. Go. Ray. Absolutely. Ray Charles and Ray. Ray and Ray Charles. Yes. yes we're Ray Charles in yeah. Ray or whatever, right? Yes. Um, that was... Yeah, I just... It's fine. It's whatever good. Whatever you just did. It was yeah. weird. I'm going to just... He's been in some other fantastic... Some other things. He's roles. been in some real turds as well. Okay. Well, I was hopeful, and I'll tell you why I was hopeful that Day Shift would be good, because... Because the last seven have been turds? I don't even know the last seven, but listen to my words. Okay. Uh, you're in a real interrupting mood today. Oh, okay. I'll stop. You're, you're all high on that birthday juice. That sweet, sweet birthday juice. <laughs> Just poke me when it's my turn. Okay. I was hopeful because in this film, the setup is that Jamie Foxx ostensibly plays or uh, has a, a job of being a pool cleaner by day, but he's actually a vampire hunter. Now, if you know me, as you do, I enjoy vampire movies, shows, books, and lore. So I was like, oh, this could be really good. I watched about half of it before I fell asleep last night, and I will tell you, viewer, it was not good. For me, the action scenes were, I have to admit, the action scenes, if that's what you're into, were very remarkably done. But in terms of vampiriness, no, it's a pass for me. So I fell asleep. Now, you've been doing various and sundry things while I talked, so now I'm going to poke you. It's your turn. That sounds great, Meg. <laughs> I was disappointed okay. in Day Shift. The movie couldn't figure out if it's supposed to be a comedy or an action film. It didn't do either of those things very uh, remarkably. 
I feel like if it would have leaned one way or the other, it could have been better. Okay, now it's that your turn. That sounds great, Meg. Okay, good, 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 good. Now it's your turn. About what? To talk about what you've been watching. I already did. I've been watching shows. <laughs> they were great, Meg. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to behave now. I got scolded on <laughs> mic. That wasn't You basically scolding. pulled my pants down and spanked me in front of all of my friends. I don't know how to behave now. Okay, I'm sorry that I spanked you in front of everyone. <laughs> that was inappropriate, mm-hmm. to say the least. No means no. Okay, I'm sorry that I metooed you in front of our whole uh-huh. family of okay. awesome todayers. Okay. What have you watched that is somewhat notable? It's a show called The Worst Birthday Ever. <laughs> it's where you get spanked in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. You know, that reminds me of the very weird cultural thing of getting spankings on your birthday. We don't do that anymore. Oh, I do. <laughs> you speak yourself. Damn right I do. Unabashedly. <laughs> and aggressively. Yes, okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm old school. I believe the only real spanking is when you pull your pants down and you get the bare bottom spanking. Oh God, we're so, going to definitely get this one taken down. Let's just say it's been a hell of a week. <laughs> I can't go back to the Homeland grocery store anymore, at least for another 30 days. You got a lifetime ban or just 30 days? 30 day test ban. Okay. Yeah. Only Oklahomans know what Homeland is. That may not be true. I'm like a thousand percent sure. You're a thousand percent sure. Yeah. Homeland is only in Oklahoma. Where's your phone? Did you look this up? Do you know this? Well, you start talking about what you watched and I'll look it up. I watched a show. I've been watching a show. I've been trying to watch a show called The Sandman. Okay. I believe this is Netflix. Does that feel right? It is on Netflix. Yes. Okay. Um, I've had a weird week. Yeah. Uh, if we're being honest, I've had a weird life. I've had a weird several weeks, though, in that I am in the process of selling a business, st- instituting a, a new business entity and a bunch of things, and it's it's high stress, not in that I'm upset, mm-hmm. just that there's a lot of not normal things going on. Right. Not not things I know how to predict and all of that, which causes some degree of stress level, which means I'm exhausted yeah. at the end of a day. I fall asleep far earlier. Oh my gosh. Then fits my Literally. ancient age, which means then I wake up at ridiculous yeah. hours, like fully rested, like no more sleeping. It's three thirty or four or something stupid. Yes. Which then only further lends to propagating the cycle of falling asleep at a ridiculously early hour and doing the whole thing over again. Yeah. So I I say that because, one, um, people experience non-standard things in their lives. And there's, sure. I'm not judging when I say it's crazy, whatever. No. I'm not judging any of that. It is what it is. And I don't feel guilty for it. And okay. neither should anyone else. Yes. But that what that means then in terms of watching things is that as I've laid down in bed in the evenings, I tried – it took me three nights in a row of trying to watch The Sandman. The first night, legit, I think I watched like two and a half minutes, and then I was like, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Second night wasn't much better. Finally, the third night, 
I was able to, I was, I was awake. I wasn't going to fall asleep too quickly. I watched through a few episodes, did it again on the fourth night. This is a really interesting show. You have some things to say about it right? that I won't, so go ahead. Before we do that, I do want to tell you, I stand corrected. You are correct. You mm. are right. Mm. The, whole, mm. the headquarters may be here in Oklahoma City, but as of 2019, it of is... Of what? Of Homeland, Homeland the, grocery store. the grocery store. Sorry, yes. yes. Sorry, I thank you for producing, because I forgot not everyone was still tracking not, with me. Not Homeland, the Damien Lewis right. show that then Damien Lewis died on and didn't yeah. continue to star in, so yes. it made it weird to keep watching it. Yes. That's a different show. Right. Um, as of 2019, Homeland was in 79 markets in Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, and Texas. Damn right. So, you win. It's a good um, story. The Sandman is an American fantasy drama series. It's based on the 1989 to 1996 comic book series written by Neil Gaiman. I feel like... For DC Comics. I feel like I read some of the comics. You may have. Uh, I would have that been... That would have been in the era that you were reading comics. Junior high, late junior high age, yeah. back at the beginning. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, the, the, the setup, the context for the Sandman is when the Sandman, aka Dream, the cosmic being who controls all dreams, mm -hmm. is captured and held prisoner for more than a century. He must journey across different worlds and timelines to fix the chaos that his absence has caused. So in another set of lore, because all lore across historic cultures does tend to dip into each other's chili bowl, if you will. Mm -hmm. This is Morpheus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which some people would know from the, the damn it. The Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah. Yes. I completely brain crapped right there. That should be edited. It won't be. So I'll just say should ask again, because that won't be edited either. And I like to capitalize on things like that. Yeah. Um, it starts out a little strange. It takes it takes a little bit to get into the flow, and it takes them a little time, as is not uncommon for a show. It takes a little bit of time to really get into the groove. Because, hell, when they made the pilot, they didn't know they were going to make it past the pilot, right? Mm -hmm. Right. This has continued to get more and more interesting. It has not ceased to be weird, Sure, as all Neil Gaiman writing is. Fair American enough. American Gods is yeah. a great example. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's prolific, and all of his he, stuff is a little weird. That's like his thing. To me, he does a great job of tying together the the lore from different cultures. The, the same lore that exists in different cultures, he brings them together for a modern-day-ish story of whatever. And that's this actually starts, call it 100 years ago. So it's more modern day than when Morpheus, the Sandman, all these things would have existed in other lore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's bringing it into modern day and transfers across pretty neatly across that 100-day time, or rather 100-year time span into modern day. And it's it's very interestingly done. I'm... It's not so riveting that I'm like, I have to stay up past when I should be going to sleep or mm -hmm. anything like that. But this is, I think it's a solid series. I think there's a lot of people that would really enjoy this. Okay, good, good. I, it's kind of the kind of thing I would be into. So I need to tune in a little harder. I, feel I, like. I will say only because of my deep respect for every recommendation that she's ever made that I'm a little bit surprised that Awesome Shell hasn't discovered this and recommended it. I'm not disappointed in her because 
we all only have so much time. Yes. Um, but this seems like the kind of thing that, that she would click on. Yep. And so anybody that's seen things that she said, this is good and you liked it, um, I'm saying for all of you, this is something that's worth checking into. Okay. I'll not be offended if you don't like it, but I may not talk to you again. Ever. Ever. You're out of my life. I am really good at holding a grudge. You are, in fact, a Leo. And at throwing out things like shit and ass yes. in an episode that won't be edited. For sure. Okay. Reading-wise, you've been doing your usual industry-level reading. Yeah, no nothing, one cares. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Next. Meg's turn. I have been listening to and reading via audio the new release from Canadian uh, romance writer Lily Chu. She wrote one Wait. of... Wait. I'm waiting. There was dead air. I like that. I yeah, like you do, do like to do it. It stresses just, me out. Just for the... the Shit, ass, giggles. But did you notice how um, I did wait respectfully? You did wait. You did. Okay. You, well, the look in your eye was not respectful, if we're being honest, Your Honor. It was a little bit threatening. Um, I, I don't know why this is so fascinating to me. Yeah. But because of, I guess, because of where we've grown up, how we've grown up, all of that, even though Canada is the same continent, right? Yes. It does feel a little bit like another... Country? Well, (laughs) of course, because it is. But it it feels a a little bit exotic, but not not in the same way that you would tie in a a last name like Chu. Mm -hmm. I I don't naturally imagine Asian people... Oh. Well, okay, through Lily Chu's books, if I may. Yeah. Through Lily Chu's books. So you, and, just for the record, you interrupted me. I did. I totally okay. did. And I will own that. Through Lily Chu's books and through other shows like Kim, sorry, Kim Chi Sagas. Kim's Convenience, oh, yes. which is on Netflix, which is one of my favorite TV series of all time. I have discovered that what we would, we think of maybe Canada as being a sort of monolith, but no, it's not, especially in Toronto where I think Lily Chu is from and her books take place. It is vastly diverse in terms of different ethnic backgrounds of the people that live there and the stories of how they got there and when and those types of things. So I, I'm only identifying when I marvel in this, my own ignorance, mm-hmm. which I think everyone should celebrate my <laughs> ignorance, especially on the heels of my birthday. <laughs> it's, uh, I shouldn't be as, I know I shouldn't be as fascinated as I am by yeah. this, which is why I'm even more fascinated than I should be because yes. I shouldn't be. Yes. It's the it's opening a Werther's in church <laughs> and the crinkly <laughs> I'm always fascinated when something that I didn't expect. Yeah. I would honestly I don't know that I would be any less surprised with an uh, an Asian person from Canada than I would be from Mexico mm-hmm. because I'm that close minded. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, we think we think of our like Asian communities in the United States and being certain areas mm-hmm. and for certain you know reasons yeah, in terms of yeah. historically why they um, settled where they did. We live just north of the Asian district in Oklahoma City, and so technically in the northern edge of it. Yeah, yes. yeah. So it's definitely uh, an important facet of the community that we experience in Oklahoma City, right. which if you live in different parts of Oklahoma City, you might not really right. know that or much about. for that matter, anywhere else in Oklahoma. You'd yeah, like, for what? sure. Yeah, exactly. Oklahoma City must be Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some 
Some Oklahomans might say that. They probably do. <laughs> anyway, Lily Chu wrote one of my favorite books from last year, a romance novel called The Stand-In, um, that was like a celebrity slash fake dating story that I freaking okay. loved. And her newest one is called The Comeback, and I'm listening to it on Audible. It's an Audible original, so if you're not an is Audible member. Is this about Ben Affleck? Um, no. Because he did make a comeback. He did, and then he went ahead and married J-Lo. That was his comeback. Marrying J-Lo? Yes, because okay. he was basically reduced to the gutters <clears throat> of humanity prior to that. Yeah, but then J-Lo reached her beautiful, non-aging Puerto Rican hand down. Yes, directly from her non-aging ass. The hand <laughs> came into view from the low-ass camera. Because that's the only him, camera. Pulled him out of the sewer. Yes. 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 Um, okay. He's 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 Swamp Thing. He's <laughs> yeah. From anybody that's a comic book fan, then which is maybe no one. Oh I don't know. man, it's good. Okay. Anyway, um, in the comeback, one thing I've been enjoying about it is because we have our female main character who is a Chinese um, Canadian woman. She was born in Canada, but her family's Chinese and she's a lawyer. She's like a, she's a rising star. She wants to get ahead in her law firm. Her whole career is her whole life. But then through a series of events, um, her cousin's roommate, no, no, I'm sorry. Her cousin's uncle's let me, roommate's let me, dog. Let me back up. I said that exactly opposite. Her roommate's cousin okay. has to crash in their apartment no for dogs, a little while. Then. No, dogs. no dogs are involved okay. in the filming of this story. Cousin's roommate. No, her roommate's cousin. Her roommate's cousin. I said it wrong first. Okay, I'm it's, just I'm, yeah. I'm treading water here, and her, I'm not good at that. <clears throat> her roommate's cousin, who's from who's visiting from Seoul, South Korea, has to crash in their apartment for a little while because supposedly he's recovering from a quote unquote breakup. What? Our main character does not realize, um, and her name's Ariadne, but she goes by Ari, is that he is a K-pop superstar. Of course he is. He's, and might I say, wealthily endowed. Uh, yeah, he's extremely wealthy. He's like no, one of the... Wealthily endowed? endowed. Okay. Well, he's got a big downstairs apartment. I don't know because this, I will say, this, this isn't is, a, a hot novel. No, it's a fade to black. Okay. Which means there are definitely some romantic moments and some, some good sexual tension, but it's a fade to black, which means when they go to the bedroom, the reader, the door is closed in our face. You have to imagine how big or small yes. his downstairs apartment might be. Right. And I don't normally like a fade to black. I like an yeah, open you door. Like, you like the, like, Yow, he grabbed her hair and spanked her wow. on the arm. <laughs> That's what you like? I do like an open door. Okay. I like to be in on the action. Arm spankings. I, <laughs> I don't normally like Fate to Black, but I love Lily Chu's writing because I feel like she does a great job in both the stand-in and in the comeback. She really weaves in a lot of Arm spanking. No, listen. I'm trying. A lot. You gotta of, keep it sexier. I phase out. <laughs> um, family dynamic and character development, and like, there's so many side stories going on besides the main romance, mm, and that always makes a good story when it, there's a lot of things going on. Yes. Are you being sarcastic? No, okay. I'm, I'm serious. The okay. best stories ever okay. are the ones where there's a a main plot line, but then you get so caught up in the subplots yes. that you aren't even. You aren't even angry that the main plot line didn't develop very far. Okay, thank you. You get me. And yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. I'm about, I'm a little over halfway through. I do think the comeback is longer than the stand in, and I'm not mad about that's it. That's what she said. This one, just like the stand. <laughs> 
Nice. Good. <laughs> I almost passed it over. You tried. You yeah. wanted to. This one, like the stand-in, is also narrated by Philippa Sue, who is best maybe best known for her role as Eliza Hamilton in the in the Broadway Wait, recording of the, the name again? Eliza Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton's wife in the okay. musical I Hamilton. You said Philip something. Philippa Sue. Philippa. Yeah. Okay. This is where I I, I derailed. Or is it Philippa? I'm not sure the right emphasis to put All on the I right syllable. All I heard was Philip, and then you were talking about a woman. And I'm not saying a woman can't be named Philip. Sure, sure, It sure, just sure. threw me. Anyway, she does a great job with narration. And I'm just, like, loving being immersed in this world, especially because one of our daughters is very, and I mean very, into K-pop. Yes, and her name's Philip. <laughs> So this has been a really fun read. And again, it's called The Comeback. It's an Audible original. I'm listening to it this way. Of course, you can also read it in print. If you're a complete loser. <laughs> Thank you. You actually read pages. Okay. Good. Sorry. I had to get that out. Um, let's talk about listening in other <sighs> genre. We like to listen to music. We love to listen to music. Over the weekend, we hit a hot streak of 90s country. Well, we did. And some Latino music. 90s country is the best country. I'm just going to say it. It is. Current country is confused. It doesn't know where it's going yet. Not to say that there aren't some good things in there, but they don't know that it is as they're doing right. it. We've been listening to a little Travis Tritt, a little Alan Jackson, and Brad Paisley, which let's Brad just Paisley. be honest. He's a wizard. He does not get the cred He's he deserves. He's more of a wizard than Harry ever hoped to be. Even Hagrid knew this. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Hagrid? Nope, Hagrid. Hagrid. That was a good attempt. It was a good running attempt. I did my my best Harry Potter. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harry Potter. You and I were sitting on the back porch enjoying a delicious cigar and some fine alcohol and listening to Brad Paisley's greatest hits. And it reminded us. It was, that, that's not fair. That's, that's not what I looked up. Oh, I just was doing some, there was a specific song of his that started down the Brad Paisley path, but never at any point because I refused to succumb to someone else's judgment of what someone's greatest hits were. That's inauthentic. You're very particular. Has anyone ever told you that? (laughs) Another way to say that is that I'm a contentious prick. And (laughs) plenty of people have told me that. And uh, I don't, I don't wrestle against it. Okay. We were, I was reminded. You don't get to be this old being polite. (laughs) 
I was reminded as you were a fantastic Brad Paisley duet is Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss with Whiskey Lullaby. Yeah. I've listened to that song dozens of times and it still makes me a little teary eyed. I won't lie. Sometimes, sometimes I'm singing along and like, I'm not crying. You're crying. It's wow. It's a strong song. Even though you, dare I say, traditionally are not drawn to a female vocalist in your musical selections. Here's, listen. Let's just be fair. You want to be fair? Yes. Do I get a chance to say what's fair? I get to say what's fair. It's my show. Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. And we'll be back after these messages. (laughs) Shit, ass. (laughs) (laughs) You, if you you give a rundown of your favorite book list of all Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. How many are women? Not a ton. Okay. And yet... So, listen, there's a difference between correlation and causation. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying you're like a misogynist and so you don't like... Oh, aren't you? No. Aren't you? I said you're not particularly drawn to a female vocalist. You're still not giving me the in to introduce my perspective. Okay, and please do introduce your perspective. What I'm not a fan of... Yes. ...is a weak voice. Okay. Or a bullshit message. Okay. That isn't authentic to the person. Right. There are obviously more male vocalists than female in this world of country music, Mm -hmm. of which we speak. Mm -hmm. How many of the male vocalists do you hear me championing? In country music. Or any, but yes. I feel like I feel like this is a trap. I feel like you've laid a trap it's a for trap. me. Damn him. He was right and I didn't want to admit it. <laughs> it's a trap. It must be a trap. Do you think Okay. I don't The FBI is raiding my <laughs> home in Florida. Me and Trump's home. I don't understand. For like- the record, you just pinched me <laughs> very hard in the subnipular area and it didn't feel good. <laughs> that was not a birthday treat. I mean, I would say that you are not like, oh, I think the best vocalists of all time are country music singers in general. True. Okay. Here's, I guess, here's a perspective. Mm -hmm. I recognize absolutely that many, most, maybe all industries are historically dominated by men, Mm -hmm. which is why I would also throw out, I don't just like an artist because it's a dude. Okay. The penis has nothing to do with the singing voice, not directly at least, unless you're talking about Catholic all boys choirs, and that's a different thing. That's more balls than penis. Oh my gosh. Or lack thereof. All right. Or not okay. dropping something. Rain it in. It was all factual and true. How dare you? There are pl- the, the vast majority of male artists, I also am just like, meh. Mm-hmm. Not much there. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like because it's been this industry, again, possibly many others, this one has been one that's historically dominated by men. I feel like the women that make their way into it, there's a few different paths of getting there. Mm-hmm. One would be to rely on sexual appeal. Okay. Shania Twain. If I, I may. T- if I may. Perhaps others as well. But then you have some, yes, good vocalists good writers good all of that and i'm not i'm not going to cheapen the presence of a of a female artist in that by just being like boobs 
Okay, that's good. That's good. I appreciate and respect that about you. So, and there's there's too many to me. I'm I'm sad for them. There's too many female artists that rely on something other than mm-hmm. skill, okay, giftedness, musicality, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. In the same fashion, there are that the same dudes are like, oh, I got a penis, so I'm singing a song. And I don't like them either, just because of the penis. That isn't what draws me to the music. I'm going to say this is the episode we've used the word penis the most of any awesome today. Maybe. So far. Although there have been crotch episodes in the past. Crotch is one thing, but you got were, even more specific well, with genitalia. Crotches are different. Yeah. My crotch, your crotch, we crotch, our crotch. Oh, my gosh. All the things. They're different. Whoa, we got to get back on track. Okay. I'm trying. Don't okay. derail me. I have a, a message I'm delivering. All right. I don't. Yeah, there's not because. I, yeah, there's not a lot of female artists that I'm like, oh, that's amazing, because everybody enters. Everybody enters into the industry under whatever way they had to get in. That doesn't mean they're a good musician. Okay. And so I'm I'm very critical. Yes. As to who I would like, who mm-hmm. I don't, all of that, all the way back to. Your reference to what was the name of it? Whiskey Lullaby. Mm-hmm. Alison Krauss is a freaking angel in a human body. Her voice, which doesn't necessarily match an operatic definition of what a good voice is, she's ethereal. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree. I don't cry at the Brad Paisley portion of right. the song. It's when she sings. I'm like, you stop singing. I'm crying. <laughs> That was good. And that was, you could have turned that into a video essay and put it on the YouTube. I did, except I'm crying now. Okay. I refuse to cry in public. One thing not making you cry is your Cuban music playlists, which you're very into at the moment. Last week you mentioned Cuban classics, but you found a new one. Well, as Cuban classics played out, it delved into negativity, depression. Mm. I didn't like it. And so I tried again, and I found Cuban Cigar Lounge, okay, which stays at least semi-upbeat all the way through, even if you can't understand the words. It's good. It's good. I like it. You liked it. I played it for I you. I very much liked it. I will link it in the show notes on the Spotify where you found it. All right. You talk for a while. My voice is going prepubescent. I'm very thrilled to share with the Awesome Today family, many of whom will understand the victory this is. This week, we had a new milestone in potty training in the three-year-old. He's been pottying pretty regularly. In the neighbor's yard. No. We trained our dog to crap in the neighbor's yard. (laughs) That is a deep cut reference from the Burbs. If you know it, please reach out. I will send you something special. (laughs) (laughs) We'll send you a sample. (laughs) But this week, we were finally able to throw away in the dumpster. Yeah. That's when you know you got it done. That's right. The toddler potty. I won't say that Meg threw the child's toilet in the recycling dumpster, but I I won't say that she didn't. I don't think it's meant for recycling. Shh. Don't tell. I'm so thrilled. No one asked. Don't tell. Okay. This is the last. We we did it. We made it through. We do have, we've got one last frontier to conquer. We were there, but then we we, we retraced our steps, and that's nighttime dryness. And I feel like you're going to have a plan for this that involves butterscotch candies. Maybe. That's a whole other story. There's one other problem we encountered today. What? And that was the wearing of the big boy underwear backwards. (laughs) He does like to do that. And when you're the child of me and you, both of whom have 
ample booties. <laughs> ample ass. You have that as well as a child. And when you wear underwear backwards so that the portion built for butt is in the front instead of the back, then you have perpetual ass crack showing. Yeah, he doesn't hate it, though. He kind of likes it. <laughs> he he kind of likes to reach back and tickle the top. Gosh. Anyway, you really pushed this because I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty um, – What's the word? Laxadaisical. Yeah. And I probably would have let him keep on using that toddler potty for a while, but you were like, no, 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 bro. You can stand up yeah. and pee. Well, he's been watching oh, and it's been awkward. In a very he's been way. sneaking in and watching me stand up to pee. I'm yeah. like, hey, bro, this is my time. Yeah. He doesn't care. So the, the stand up to pee, but also the pooping on the big potty. On the potty. Here's the thing. If you can make the choice to poop in a receptacle of any kind, <laughs> And then, in this instance, that receptacle has to be slopped through the house, possibly mm-hmm. getting fecal matter everywhere mm-hmm. between wherever it was. Because he moves it. He That's moves the damn say. toilet everywhere. We would, we would put it, people might be like, why are you slopping it through the house? We would put it in the bathroom. Yeah, and then he'd carry it into the living room Where to keep watching watch TV, TV while he took while a crap. Pooped. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which, listen, we do TikToks and while we poop, so by the I way, get it. shit an ass, because that was what happened. <laughs> Yes. But yeah, I think that was ultimately once he really started pooping in the toddler potty, you were like, hey, 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 hey. Mm-hmm. Did you know you can sit on the big potty and poop? Yeah. And, and I won't kill you. He started doing that. We don't have a toddler potty. He's he's doing all the pottying. Sorry, everybody whose future water bottle is made from the shitter <laughs> of a toddler. So I feel very excited about that. It was a big milestone this week. Yes, indeed. It's in the trash. So yesterday, this has nothing to do with toddlers or potties. Yesterday. As we record, yesterday was my birthday. And on your birthday, you were like, let's go hit up some stores, and, and we'll get more into that here in a second. We did a lot of stores. We did. Um, I don't like that. Well. It was not happy birthday in that regard. We're going to get to that in just a second. One thing I kept telling you all day was I can't stop smelling myself. I smelled so good. Yeah, well, and it was inappropriate. Let's just put that out there. One thing I have to say is I was wearing a combination of products. I layered some mm-hmm. scents. Awesome Sarah, who is very big into, we have a number of our awesomes who are very big into the smell good world. Okay. Jesse Lee is one. I Shell is in there. We have like a Jesse whole- Jesse Lee's a street fighter, if I recall. And also an awesome who is very good at making fragrance recommendations. Okay. And we have a little spinoff group. Does she wear them and test them herself, or does she beat someone down in the street and then smell them and like, yes, we'll I approve to, of that. We'll have to ask Jesse Lee how that okay. works. Um, anyway, Sarah is one who's very familiar with the fragrance house, Black Hearted Tart. And she's... Sounds vulgar. It's very sensual, right? They have all kinds of products. Here was my mistake. It was both a delight and a, and a mistake. I kept smelling myself. I was like, I smell so good, but I could not identify what was smelling good. I was wearing this combination. I was wearing a body powder. Okay. In the scent Tranquility. In those How notes... How does that work for women? Body powders. What do you mean? Well, if you, put you, it? if you were to ask a man about his body powder, he's typically talking about talcum powder that he spreads in yeah. the downstairs apartment. Okay. There's definitely some crotch possibilities. You said crotch. I didn't. I don't I know what else to say. downstairs apartment. I kept it clean. Okay. You took it. Downstairs apartment possibilities. Also, I personally, having 
ample bosom. I like to powder around the breast area. Oh, booby powder. And then sometimes when it's hot as hot AF outside, I'll do just like a full neck powder just because it's like there's, it's all sweaty. And especially since we were running errands yesterday. Okay. So with my, your neck? Yeah. I was, I was neck first running errands. That's, it's an aggressive way to run errands, but <laughs> if you it. want to get them done, you lead with the neck. So I was wearing the black hearted tart fragrance tranquility in the body powder in this tranquility the notes are white tea with light touches of lemongrass and ginger root it's very peach forward it's a spa inspired scent lotus flowers and bamboo stalks create a green floral aromatic and aquatic undertone so that was my first layer okay Okay. on top of that on my arms and probably just hands i guess i had their skin oil again black hearted tart in the scent dance on the moon these scents were creamy magnolia flowers with a spritz of lemon, a sprinkle of jasmine petals, notes of shea and coconut butter blended with coconut cream and pistachio milk. You know, I love a pistachio. Cashmere. Especially when you can milk one. It's hard to find their little nipples, but they're there. <laughs> Help, me. Help me, Lord. Um, cashmere, sandalwood, cedar, and tonka bean create a soft, comforting base. Okay, I know. Just get it out. Okay, I was going to ask. <laughs> What's harder to find, pistachio nipples or oat nipples? Because there's also oat milk, and I I've always the, wondered this. I think the oat nipples are way harder to They're find. They're harder to find. Yes. That's why it costs more? That's why it costs more, okay. yes. So I was wearing, those are my first two layers. Now, I'm trying to use up a bunch of the summer scents. Oh, my gosh. Are you, do you have the church laugh when you're not supposed to be laughing and you can't stop laughing? forgive me. I can't help it. I said nipples twice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to wrap this up. I was got a lot more to go. Relax. Okay. I was, I'm trying to go through all of my summer scents. Yeah. Cause summer's coming to an end, coming to an end. We're going to be wearing fall scents soon. So well, I had, you are, I'm not, I had put in a, an order for Posey perfumes, my favorite perfume house for their summer collection. So yesterday I was wearing the a la Reine or a la rain. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, okay. which is notes of fresh ripe tomato, cucumber, a bouquet of garden herbs, sweet soil, all damp from the summer rain. That combination, Kyle, as we were out and about, I was obsessed with myself. You were, and I won't lie. I was sitting in the vehicle with you and it was the only thing I could smell. Yeah. It was just like. There's a lot of things coming from her body. I could not figure out what was smelled so good yesterday. I put on the skin Which, oil yeah. after my shower yeah. last night, and I was like, I, I love the notes of Dancing on the Moon, but I don't think that was it because it, it faded it, so it, fast. It's the other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, today I wore something from Black Hearted Tart that I'm sad to say was kind of a bummer. The scent absolutely evaporated for me. It's called Hips Like Cinderella. This is what makes me, because we did talk about this pre-recording. It's what makes me think the scent you wore yesterday was far more potent than you originally gave credit to. Thank you. Can you smell me right now? Yes. Because I put Oloren back on today because... Okay. Okay. I started with Black Hearted Tarts, Hips Like Cinderella, notes being swishes of chiffon, with freesia, gardenia, mimosa flowers, and ambrosia, mandarin, apricot, orange zest, fresh-cut grass, clover, and wisteria evoke a springtime feel. 
I know it's not springtime, but I'm real into clean fragrances right now. Well, that's like, definitely just, a spring as a clean. Yeah. That's why they have spring cleaning for yeah. the sake of okay. all that's holy. Yes. I put this on. It was gone immediately. It smelled very nice and bright for about literally 10 seconds, and then it was gone completely. Okay. And that was a bummer for me. I don't know if it's just me with the scent. Is that because you were watching an Olivia Newton-John video and doing calisthenics? May she rest. May she rest. May she rest. Um, I do want to say, speaking of Posey Perfume, I'm so freaking angry and also heartbroken. Posey Perfumes has a line called their Goddess Collection, and it's a limited collection. And now it's dead. Well, no. Oh. She just re- she re- she re-released it on August 5th. I didn't realize it, and I went to go buy a full size of my very favorite Posey perfume, which is the Aphrodite, which is notes of gardenia jasmine, sparkling champagne, pink peppercorn, lush greenery, amber, and velvet musk. I went to go buy the full size of the whole Goddess Collection Aphrodite's the only one that's sold out. Of course it is. And I was devastated when I saw that. What I've realized over time is that when you like it, everyone else does too. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that's the only decider of what's popular, because people do stupid things. Yeah. But when you like, you have impeccable taste, and when you like something, everyone else does too. Thank you for saying that. I, I mean, it's not like I have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to fragrances. I'm, I'm not in any way in a, a place of um, scarcity. True. It's just that I really, really, really love that scent, and it's a limited edition, and like you can't get it when. Well, here's what you need to it's do. It's out. Are you ready? Yeah. You have your notepad out. Uh, mentally. Okay. You need to contact the maker and <laughs> say, "Hey, Gidiot, I'm an influencer. Give me some." Of this scent, or I'll shit all over your <laughs> scent house. I would never. It's my favorite. Well, maybe you say it softer than that. Okay. But you, you get the message delivered that if anybody deserves this, you do, because you'll only inspire more participation. That's the message. Whether it's true or not, who cares? But that's the message you send, and you get what you want. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with that little uh, emotional blackmail <laughs> strategy. It's worthwhile. <laughs> blackmail is what makes the world go round. Hey, you had a birthday. I had a birthday. I turned older. You did. Instead of dying, and that's a positive, and I that suppose. It is. Please don't die. Well, not until you've bought the insurance policy. I keep telling you to do it. You keep <laughs> acting like you haven't, and yet I keep drinking arsenic. I don't know. <laughs> keep self-poisoning yourself <laughs> yeah. a little every day. Pretty much. I'm trying to build up a tolerance <laughs> to both arsenic and iocane powder because I don't trust you. I know what you watch. Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite movie for a reason. Let's talk about your Festivus, so okay. birthday. Okay. You started off birthday week with what? I believe the first thing on the list was on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it was a massage. Yep. But not not like a comforting. Oh, no, no, no. Let me hold you. No. This was not a wing. This no. was not a comfort nor nurturing massage. <sighs> no. It's it from was, the other woman in your life. It was a mixture <laughs> Yeah, she is. She, in, in fact, though, she's like a, she's the dominatrix mm-hmm. of all my relationships with people. Yes. Jenny is her name. Yep. She is from Thailand originally. Yes. She does a combination of a, a Thai massage and cupping, mm-hmm. which is a pretty, both of those are pretty invasive 
forms of massage. This isn't like, oh, I'm going to go in and relax. No, she's going to beat the shit out of you. For an hour. For an hour. I was going to book you a 90-minute one, and you were like, I can't take it. I probably would have died. I can't take it. Yeah. Yeah. Me and William Wallace were saying, nope, I can only be drawn and quartered so many times. So got you the 60-minute massage with Jenny. It was delightful and brutal. You came home bruised and and almost in tears. (laughs) I probably did weep several times that day, (laughs) which is different than crying. Weeping is a little more severe. But it was worth it. It was good. I'd not... I had dropped the ball. I'd not been in as frequently as I needed. She to. got mad at you too. She didn't did. She? she told me, and she told me, "You, it's been too long since you've been in." You're, she, and she has a little bit of broken English, but effectively just said, "You're, you're going to be bruised, and this is going to hurt." <laughs> so I think I was, she said, "I will hurt you." Yes, she did. And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, just stop talking. Do it." It was brutal, but it's good. It's good. I'm on the path to healing. Good. You also received as gifts to open um, one of the things. A cologne. Yes. Or cologne, as some people call it. Yeah. Your very favorite cologne. My very favorite one. Everyone everyone should have this in their lives. Eucris, E-U-C-R-I-S, from Trumpers, is the old... George F. Trumpers. Yes. Cologne house. Perfume house. Fragrance house. Fragrance house. Yes. Whatever. From the UK. This is on German Street. I can't remember. There's a lot of historic details there for the people that care and know how to pronounce things in the other English dialect. Mm -hmm. It is incredible. The The main notes that I pick up, that you pick up, that would stay with Mm -hmm. are oak moss, musk, and sandalwood. Sandalwood. Yeah. As it comes to clones and perfumes, your top notes, that's all fun and good time, Charlie, and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But it's those base notes. Those are the things that you would continue to smell. Yes. 15, 20 minutes, an hour later, these are the things that would last through the day. For sure. And those are the scents like sandalwood and musk. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the oak moss, what would you call it, mid Mid note, yeah, mid note for sure. You can definitely smell it after it dries down onto your skin, yeah. but it is at the end of the day. I feel like you don't get. I, I personally don't get much oak moss it, from it. It doesn't on last you. like the musk yeah. and the sandalwood do. Yeah, but this this combination and my skin chemistry certainly everybody's got to figure out their own thing on that front. Mm-hmm. It likes me, yes, and, and I like it, yeah, and you like it. I do and I very like much. That you like it. Yes, and I hope for more massages, so I wear it. Happy endings or otherwise. Oh, my Lord. Um, I feel like you're very fortunate because you have found your signature scent. Like, this is you. Yes. My mother had one, Yves Saint Laurent's Opium, which she wore for years. That will always be, whenever I smell that, from childhood on, that is my mother's scent. I personally don't like it. She would spritz that on right before completing an assassination. (laughs) And she killed many a person. She was good like that. But it's it's no small thing to be like, this is the scent that I love so much and it loves yeah. my skin so much. I want to be known by this scent. Yeah. And most valuable in those moments where you're fatigued with trying to find something else and you're just like, I don't have the strength for right. that. I just want to wear a thing I know and this is that thing. And you, in your journey of fragrances, whether it is through shaving soap or cologne or aftershave or whatever, you've tried a bunch I of different have. things. I've been a real... 
Yeah. Something rather. <laughs> a real something something. Yes. Um, so you got the massage, you got the Eucharist. I also, just as a little fun add-in, I picked up a, uh, a little jar of fancy finishing salt for yes, you. The, is it, is it called powdered? What's it called? Flaked. Flaked. Yes. Which yeah. is pretty powdery. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, you like to cook and you're good with salt. You're my own personal salt bay. I'm your salter. I am am your salter from the Bible. Yeah, exactly. I am your Bible. Okay. Or not. I'm your devil or something. (laughs) Coming later this week, uh, this coming week, maybe even as the people are listening. people are listening, theoretically, according to the interwebs. This is your big gift. It's the big gift in terms of passion towards a thing that I probably wouldn't get myself mm-hmm. that you were insistent upon. And absolutely insistent. If if we didn't get it for your birthday, I was just going to get it for you and be like, here, take it. Take it, you piece of poop. Should ass. I didn't, I didn't even say should ass. <laughs> I said poop. All right. Tell the people, cause you're going to explain this so much okay. better than me. So jewelry is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. We all love jewelry. Mm-hmm. Even men love jewelry though. I feel like men feel a little bit more challenged in mm-hmm. admitting that and or finding it. the thing that they could be like, this, it's, it's man jewelry right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have I have long, like deep into my early childhood, I have been overwhelmingly fascinated with the artistic works of the Navajo and the Zuni Native American tribes. Yes. To the point where I even went through a stint of learning how to make what's referenced to as Navajo pearls, which is a sterling silver bead that you actually make yourself. Right. Um, Somewhere out there in the digital world is even a video of me doing that. They're pretty amazing. They're pretty amazing. Do do an inner inner webs search for Navajo pearls, and they're just pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I've long been fascinated with all this, tracing all the way back to a childhood... Visit. Grand American summer vacation yes. road trip that we made up through New Mexico, Arizona, into Colorado, all through those regions and saw stuff, right? Yes. Well, I remember from my child, in, in the little town, well, it wasn't terribly little, but one of the towns I grew up in as a child that had, because it's Oklahoma, a heavy Native American influence. I remember several um, assemblies at school where we brought in local tribes to do dances, to show us headdresses and all the things from their own ancient culture, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. I've always been just deeply impacted by the artworks of those groups. And anybody that has spent time in New Mexico... Parts of Colorado, that area, you, you've Arizona, probably seen Arizona, Nevada, you've seen artwork yeah. from most predominantly, not that it's the only ones, but from Navajo and Zuni. Yeah. These are the, these are, so the, as the Spanish came over, they brought silversmithing, they introduced it up through Mexico into the specifically yeah. these two tribes mm-hmm. in the American Southwest really grabbed a hold of mm-hmm. silversmithing and, and things and had access to through multiple mines in the area, turquoise through trade to coral, different things. It's incredible. The yeah, jewelry that absolutely they make. Gorgeous. Yeah. There's a whole genre of things that's called, let me think here. Um, 
can't remember if it's old pawn, like P W N, like pawn shop, mm-hmm. different things. It would have been stuff they made, and before it was popular, they would have gone to pawn shops to yeah. pawn it for money and things like that. But it's incredible. Very specifically, and what I remember seeing a lot as a child was watch bands and watch cuffs. Yes, that had silver work and turquoise and things inlaid incredible stuff well i found and it's not a reproduction it's an actual antique piece from uh robert and what's her name is it louise no it starts with a b and i can't think bernice bernie is it bernice robert and bernice leetia yeah who were actually zoonies yes the a lot of the the watch Watchman stuff gets uh, attributed to Navajo, but the Zuni, which Robert and Bernice were Zuni, their work is insane as well. Do Google searches on this. Go look at the images. It's it's incredible. Oh, I've got one mm-hmm. that's on its way. This is what you were kind enough to force me to get, and I am absolutely going to wear it, antique or not. I'm going to wear it like a cultural appropriator or what anybody else wants to try to say, screw you, I'm wearing it. Listen, there's a difference between cultural appreciation and appropriation. And everything that you just said indicates how strongly you appreciate the art, the history, the cultural significance of these pieces. It's not like you're trying to say like, I came up with this. Look what I made. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't didn't make it. I didn't make it. And I think that, you know, historically, this has been a, a big part of um, economy and commerce yes, for huge part, yeah. these nations in the American Southwest that are like, this is one thing that they have definitely engaged with in terms of creating and selling yes. these pieces. And they're gorgeous. They're yes. absolutely stunning. In fact, you and I went on a whole deep dive mm-hmm. yep. prior to us ordering this for you. And you were showing me all of the different. You don't want I, I not only went to watch tips. I'm like, I want that necklace. I want these earrings. Mm-hmm. You'll have them. Yes. You'll have them. Maybe Um, when you hit 97. (laughs) 97. We'll get them for you as well. My aunt, my dad's side of the family is a little removed from my personal history for various reasons. Because your dad's the black sheep. (laughs) That's how things work, right? Yes. But my aunt on my dad's side, who I never really knew that much, she spent most of her adulthood on a Navajo reservation. I did not know this. Um, and so that, like, it's sort of been always on the periphery in my family history, this appreciation for and, and sort of engagement with the Navajo people. And so I think there's something, even though I didn't know her very well, I think there's just like something... Um, that's always been so intriguing yes. to me about it. Both of us had yes. childhood experiences with being exposed to this um, culture and this artwork and those types of things. So right on. I hope it'll be your happiest birthday present. It, it will be wonderful. I will put a picture of it in the Awesome Today group. If you're a complete loser and have not yet joined, you can redeem yourself <laughs> by joining, and you'll get to see that picture. <laughs> Okay. Oh no, we're running out of battery life. Well, let's talk faster. Okay, let's talk about you. You also wanted to make something uh, oh, to eat. Yes, eons. I'll try to talk super fast. Eons ago, I was searching the YouTube's and I found a recipe for deviled lobster. Yes, incredible. And we made it more than once, and it was truly incredible. Since then, that video has disappeared. I cannot find the original recipe. This past weekend, I was inspired as we built towards birthday celebrations to say, 
let's make the deviled lobster. And so I started this quest again, couldn't find the video, and I'm meandering blindly, feeling in front of me, thank God it's not a nudist colony, I don't know what's happening. It's been rough, I have not found, we made a thing, we made a thing yesterday, and everyone said it was delicious, and I don't not believe them. But what that I what I do know is it wasn't what I imagined. Yeah. And anybody who's ever been on a similar type quest knows that gripe to say, I don't give a good damn if it was tasty or not. It wasn't what I imagined. So I mixed a lot of things. There was a, a little bit of celery, a little bit of yellow sweet onion, a little bit of carrot. Mm -hmm. There mushroom. was mushroom. There was cream. There was a little bit of... Italian seasoning, Did you do shallot? parsley. No, you can choose between shallot and onion. Okay. You use less onion if you can't find shallot because shallot is a, for lack of a better term, weak flavored mm -hmm. onion. Either way works. All those things. Then, did I say cream? There was yeah. a lot of cream. We did a little bit of bacon to get both the fat and the baconiness of bacon in there lemon zest parmesan cheese. lemon zest parm and then two key ingredients would be leon perrin's worcestershire sauce if i pronounce that wrong i'm sorry and mushroom ketchup yep. which you can find on amazon if you don't have a store near you that sells it it's unique and wonderful you should have it in your life it was a delicious sauce it was not what i imagined so i'm unhappy yeah Still on the quest for... I was going to say, the journey continues. The deviled sauce, which when you look at things, the the dictionary definition, a deviled sauce would be something that yes. makes things hotter, which could come from mustard powder, which has a little bit of heat to it. It could, could come from chipotle, from Tabasco, from all kinds of things. Horseradish is another delight of heat that comes from things. We used horseradish in the sauce yesterday, as well as some stone ground mustard, which instead of just heat that you would get from powdered mustard, brings a little bit of nuttiness. Oh, yeah. All of that. Like I said, it was delicious. It just wasn't what I imagined, and so I'm unsatisfied, and I've still got some work to do towards identifying the perfect deviled cream sauce. And I will say, just to add on really quickly, I'll put a link in the show notes for the Max Miller video that we watched last night about white ketchup, yep. where he gives the history of ketchup when he mentions mushroom ketchup. And I was like, oh my gosh, we totally right. know what we mushroom just ketchup did is. That. Yeah. Other people might call it soy ketchup. It's a very soy feel Indeed. to Indeed. it. Um, I, I felt so bad for you because like, it was delicious, but also... I knew it wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. The, uh, the entire family absolutely devoured yeah. the seafood, the pasta, everything that we put the sauce on, but you were a little crushed because it just didn't, it, it wasn't it, what you imagined. It wasn't, it wasn't what I imagined. It wasn't my memory right. of the last deviled sauce that we made. Yes. Which I can't find the recipe to. So we'll get there. Yeah. Just not this week. Um, we had other things we can talk about. We'll save them for next week because we're literally about to lose this recording if we don't wrap it up. How dare you? I know. Um, I love you, and I do hope you had a happy birthday. I you did have a happy freaking birthday. Freaking Leo King. You helped make it a happy birthday, and I am a king, and I thank you for recognizing that. Okay. What should the people do in the meantime? Well, one, shit ass. <laughs> Two... 
have an awesome shit ass today. Okay, please do. Bye-bye. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.